promise anybody anything. What do I know about Hollywood anyway? Just the dreams I got from sitting through too many double features. Then why'd you leave the swamp in the first place? Cause some agent fella said I had talent. Hmm. He says that probably to everybody. On the other hand, if you hadn't left the swamp, you'd be feeling pretty miserable anyhow. Yeah, but then it wouldn't just be me feeling miserable. Now I got a lady pig, and a bear, and a chicken, a dog, a thing, whatever Gonzo is. He's a little <laughs> like a turkey. Yeah, a little like a turkey, but not much. No, I guess not. Anyhow, I brought them all out here to the middle of nowhere. It's all my fault. Still, whether you promised them something or not, you gotta remember they wanted to come. But that's because they believed in me. No, they believed in the dream. Well, so do I. But... You do? Yeah, of course I do. Well then? Well then, I guess I was wrong when I said I never promised anyone. I promised me. Ah, beautiful. If you guys do not know where that quote is from, that is from the Muppet movie. It is called the Muppet Movie. Yes, Jim, Jim Jim Henson. Along. Yes, the Rest Muppet Movie. Such a funny movie. It was good to read. Wow, when did we watch that? That was like over the summer, I think. We watch it a lot. Wesley and I actually watch it. Not a lot, but we watch it. You know, fairly a lot. I can't remember when we saw it, but it was really. I nice watch to watch like it clips again. of like the music video clips like all the time. Dude, Dr. Teeth and um, the, the band. Mayhem? Yeah, oh exactly. They gosh. are. Um, I, I love, I, I feel like Animal is my spirit animal, especially when we both play drums. Because my hair just does this like crazy. I just go crazy. Like, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> play drum, play drum. <laughs> there, no, fact, Animal, a... eat drums, eat drums. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a video of um, Animal playing drums with Buddy Rich, and it is hilarious. It is amazing. It is an amazing video, but it is also very hilarious. Um, yeah, check that out, Animal and Buddy Rich. Well, with that, welcome back to yet another episode of Bump That, guys. We're on episode 43. Can you believe that, well, for one thing, Halloween is on Sunday, and we're almost at our one-year anniversary of the show. Oh, goodness gracious. We'll be, we'll be hitting our one-year anniversary in November, so I'm sure we're going to be doing a special episode for that one, and also, stay tuned, because we're also going to be doing a giveaway. Giveaway, giveaway, giveaway! So that'd be super exciting. But before we get into that, we've got a show for you today. So if you've never seen us before, I am Ileana, your host. We've got Brian in this corner. Eat drums, eat drums. <laughs> we've got KT in this corner. No, no, animal. Beat drums, beat drums. <laughs> and we are siblings who have a love of nerdy things and decided to share it with all of you people. And here you are listening, so welcome. We've got a, another Halloween episode for you guys today. First, we've got the news. We're going to be hitting Buzz Lightyear, Ryan Gosling, Wolfman, uh, Cowboy Beat Bops on Netflix, uh, the Dune movie that just came out. 
and then we're going to hit our individual parts. I will not have an animation time today, but we're going to have exercise with KT, Brian's stream of the week, and then the chunk. We're going to be going over non-movie related horror thriller picks, which will encompass, you know, books, comics, television, campfire tales, whatever. So stuff like that. So stick around for all of it if you are into that stuff. But first, we'll go ahead and jump into the news. Buzz Lightyear trailer dropped today. Today. What do you guys think? Oh, man. Yeah, I love it because it it seems like it's a serious movie, which I really respect yes. and I really want. Um, oh, and by the way, did anybody catch that one piece of Crystallic Fusion when they put, like, the little space rock or something into, like, the rocket ship. I was like, oh, my gosh. Have you guys discovered crystallic fusion or are you still using fossil fuels? What? No, I didn't. Uh, 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 I got you. No, I, I didn't like, notice that, oh, but I get yeah. that reference. Yep. That's, that's, that's crystallic funny. fusion. Okay. Sweet. There it is. I, uh, Katie, what did you think about the trailer? I loved it. Um, from top to bottom, beginning to end, I thought it was awesome. Um, I will say, um, maybe it, it's the color kind of. There's a. It seems to be like a lack of color. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's just me. Um, but th it looks gorgeous. Um, the character of Buzz Lightyear looks a little strange. Yeah. Um, and in fact. <laughs> Maybe, but I think it's also the the chin looks enormous. It, it, he looks like the crimson chin. <laughs> Here comes the crimson chin. <laughs> right. Um, and also, it almost look uh, some of the characters almost look like Frozen too. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just a little strange. But I, it looks. I want to know everything about this film. I want to know it. So I'm a little bit on the rocks here about the movie really From face value it looks great i'm a little confused about where it falls into place in the universe is this buzz lightyear character supposed to be real within like is he a real guy like andy in no no what i thought yes what no, is he then it's not that's not that's completely it's like okay if if andy's world was real if Andy went to the movies, this is the movie that Andy would go see. This would be Andy's no. Star Wars. You think so? No. Okay, that's, that's what Hunter this, was thinking whenever I was telling not, him the plot. This is not like a like this is an actual this isn't true like Buzz story Aldrin. of the future. No, it's nothing like that at all. You can tell mm. from from the minute they made Toy Story way back when in the nineties, they always said that that Buzz Lightyear, the toy is based off of like an actual movie like a Luke Skywalker okay you know, where he or like Star Trek or something yeah mm. like if Andy went to the movies he would have saw Buzz Lightyear the TV show the movie and then he got the action figure that everybody right. wanted that's how it works so that would this be is... perfect yeah so it's a completely different universe there's no there's nothing it, to me, it's its it's its own science fiction story. Because not... this this was what I was getting the vibes of from what I was previously told that the movie was like was that this is like, you know, Andy's world's 
Buzz Aldrin that he is a real guy who went to space and he now has his own action figure as if there was a Buzz Aldrin action figure in our world. And I'm like looking at the trailer thinking, okay, Andy's world looks very 90s at the time. And if this is supposed to be, you know, pre him getting the toy, it looks very modern, which like confused me. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why Why does it look like it's from today's time if it's supposed to be, like, an 80s thing or, like, a 70s thing or something? No, it, it to me, it's it's really cool. It's like if somebody in Andy's world, they decide, hey, let's go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, light years on, let's go see that. And they saw this really kick-butt science fiction, Star Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of action movie, the right stuff. Yeah. Um, where this kid, Buzz Lightyear, a recruit to Star Command, has to, you know, if you if you watch the trailer, I mean, he's like, looks like he's like, um, you know, piloting like a new rocket ship mm-hmm. and everything. It's like a new, like he's a test pilot in everything. Right. You know, and so this is his big break. If he does this, then he can become, you know, uh, but, you know, the Buzz Lightyear. He, like, he looks at the suit, that Buzz Lightyear suit yeah. with all the the fun stuff. He's looking at it like, I want that. I want to have the opportunity. Well, to that's where I also got that, really confused. You know? I'm like, is this supposed to be their real life world? Because wouldn't he just be in a regular astronaut suit or something? Because it just looks very weird. It didn't make sense. I don't know. No. And what I liked about it is it's kind of resembles like a, almost like an interstellar kind of story mm-hmm. where like just like you were saying, Katie, how there's not a lot of color. And I wonder if like the Earth, the planet is slowly, you know, crumbling under pollution and the environment and all that stuff. And Earth, mankind is starting to go deeper and deeper into the stars. And so... Um, there is that kind of, yeah, that lack of color and everything. Oh, you know what also, uh, makes me think that your way is true, Brian? There was that, like, alien character that, like, grabbed his leg, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. So that also would show it's, like, his world's movie kind of thing. Right. You know what we're gonna see? What? Are the little green guys. Are they? The little green aliens. Oh, yeah, they are from his universe, aren't they? Zerg. They are because in the in the um, I would assume that it's canon. The animated show um, they were part of his world, his well, universe. They, well, even when they went to Pizza Planet, was that like the Buzz Lightyear themed game that um, what's his face goes to? The restaurant? No. Again, no, but the, I... the game wasn't that like the Buzz Lightyear like game or theme or something where he picks the little green guys out of i'm not i don't sure. think I it was buzz lightyear themed but i feel um, like it's a lot of different entities coming uh-huh. into one okay you know? yeah well that'll still be really interesting i was super confused when i saw that trailer i'm like why does it look like it's modern you know and it's the first movie was not modern so i don't know <laughs> but if it's like you know a movie or something that is in his in Andy's world. This is a movie that he and his friends are going to go see. The Buzz Lightyear movie. I'm all for it. That is definitely yeah, up my it, alley. It looks really good. It looks really science fictiony action. I, I think it's. I mean, I have a feeling this is going to make just a bucket 
ton of money. So. And I wonder, are they gonna just release it in movies, or are they going to have it on oh, Disney Plus? No, this no, they're they're going full theatrical. For awesome. this one, there's no way you could dumb this down to your TV screen. This mm-hmm. has to be seen theatrically. You would the prob the best experience probably would be IMAX. Oh, really that'd be fun. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. I know we spent a lot of time on that, but I was really wanting to get to the bottom of it because I was super big confused. No, it is big news. It's, yeah. Yeah. Summer 2022. Oh yeah. Exciting. And, oh, and as. Ileana would say, Bump That will be there. Bump yes. That will be there next year to report Woo! on the Buzz Lightyear movie. Um, uh, in other news, movie news, we've got a scary movie of real people. Ryan Gosling is going to be the new Wolfman in a film coming up that is going to be Universal and Blum... Is it Bloomhouse? Bloomhouse Collaboration. Um, directed by Derek Sianfran. C- Cian France, yeah. Cian France, yeah. So Brian, what do you have to say about that one? Uh, no, it's just pretty cool. Um, you know, Ryan Gosling, heartthrob, is going to be Wolfman, which is my, one of my <gasps> scariest monsters. Um, and he and working with director Derek Cian France, who he's worked with before, and they've done some very good films. Blue Valentine, if you want it, like a incredibly sad romantic movie to watch with your significant other blue valentine oh my gosh all the feels um check that out but it's gonna be a good one. Oh, and also by the way too if you guys didn't hear about this ryan gosling is also gonna be playing ken to margot robbie's uh barbie that's a thing that's that coming sense. out that's gonna be it hasn't been filmed yet but they'll probably start filming that oh wow i didn't know that was in the works Yes, Barbie, the movie starring Margot Robbie as Barbie. What's the sister's name? Kelly? There's Stacy, Chelsea. Yes. Uh, I forget the other kid's name. How exciting. How do you know this? He guy? has two daughters. And plus, I write for a children's show on YouTube. Oh, not to, not to brag or anything. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Next coming up is Netflix has dropped also another trailer for Be- uh, Cowboy Bebop live action coming out November 19th. What did you guys think? Did you watch it, Brian? Oh, my gosh. It looks so cool. And You know what? And it, I apologize. I'm forgetting the actor's name. It's going to drive me nuts. But that dude is so cool. Uh, what is his name? Oh, my gosh. Ileana, what is the – Yes. Uh, what the the new the actor for who's playing Spike? Yeah. John John Cho. Oh my gosh! I am so sorry, I, John Cho. I don't I'm know who that is. So. so John Cho was uh, in the Harold and Kumar movies, and then he played Sulu in um, uh, the new Star Trek films. Um, he is such an underrated actor. Completely, he's so talented in that trailer for Cowboy Bebop. The dude just nails it. Dude is like just so cool. Just Han Solo cool. And man, yeah. I, you know, and here's the thing I'd never really gotten to Cowboy Bebop, but watching this trailer for this show that's going to be appearing on Netflix, I'm like, I need to go and rewatch that. The animated. It, it's a great. Anime, I, I watched it last year during covid because you know what else could you do except for just binge watch stuff so uh hunter and i binge watched cowboy bebop and wow that was whew, that was a good show I, I'm and, a, 
I'm a little it, it bit does give me, skeptical, though. It gives me a. It's a lot of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe again. Yeah. But I'm all in because I just love that. I'm a, I'm just a little skeptical it. about it because Faye, Faye Valentine, her character looks kind of too happy. I don't know. Her character isn't like super happy-go-lucky, excited. You know, oh, we're a team. She's more just kind of like, oh, I'll work with you guys because it betters me, you know, kind of person. She's more stuck up than like gung-ho. I don't know. So – and then Spike's character looks a bit dry. I don't know. I don't I don't want to be like so critical of it, but that's what I was getting the vibes based off of. It could be, you know, just a trailer showing that aspect of it, but we'll see. We'll see. Yes. Yes. And then we've got Dune. Oh boy, that movie was long. So, yeah, Ileana, you saw Dune. Tell us what you made. I know it made Forty million dollars opening week and in in theaters, and then also while being opening up on HBO Max. But tell us what you think. For the fans, <laughs> I'd say it was worth you know having the subscription, and you know was it so it was released in uh, theaters as well. So yeah, I mean if you're a fan of the book, this is all for you. You probably loved it, absolutely were thrilled that this was happening, and all of the actors involved with it. You've got Jason Momoa, Zendaya. Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, however you say his last name. I bet you were all just really thrilled about it. Me, who didn't know anything about the movie going into it, just looking at it as a movie, it was okay. It was cinematically beautiful. Really? The music was great. It was uh, Hans Zimmer um, did the music for the film. It was awesome. Really eye-catching music scenes, whatever. But the storyline, I wasn't super, you know. And already the film has been greenlit for a sequel. So a lot of the reviews that I've read have been that the film seems incomplete. Yes. So it, so... it clearly said on the beginning of the film, Dune Part 1. So clearly there had to be a Part 2. However, Part 2 was just greenlit so it's really confusing as to why they did that and left it kind of like in because the middle the f movie cost a ton of money to make a, a big movie like that with the huge cast of stars i mean you didn't even mention oscar isaac poe freaking dameron is in this movie i don't know um, either of those people i don't like poe dameron you don't like poe dameron i've yeah, made I it very clear i don't like poe at all oh that's oh. A topic for another episode shoot man Dagoon, man. but i mean <laughs> so i don't know why they just didn't they go ahead and just release this movie without even having you know filming or anything started on the second one so because now fans are gonna have to wait a long time for the next one to be released so are they still gonna be interested i don't know are they gonna oh, have to yeah, rewatch the will. first one to pick right back up it's not going to be like oh this is happening next year like it was with like lord of the rings rings films or something you know no they'll, they'll pick it up i mean it'll be out like christmas 2022 you know mm, i don't know we'll see yeah and guess what bump that will be there to report on part two of dune <laughs> it took the words out of my mouth right out of your mouth scooped them up 
Um, <laughs> and that will conclude our news segment. All right, Katie, you've got us some exercise. Do I? So this one is called a push-up to side plank. Uh, you'll need a little bit of room for this. It is very effective. Uh, so basically you start up in a push-up position, no knees. Uh, I, I would suggest no knees for the um, most, to, to get the most out of it. So anyway, you, you come up to a push-up position, and as you come up, you extend, uh, we'll start with your right arm, you extend your right arm all the way up and you twist your body just ever so slightly so that your arm is uh, all the way vertical and then you put it back down and then you go back, you push down as you're doing a push up and as you come back up, you extend your other arm all the way up and then you slowly come back down. And you, as, as you go up, you're twisting your body ever so slightly so that you can have the best extension that you can. You want to be careful that you do it so that you don't hurt your back or strain your legs. This is a complete body workout. It'll work out your abs, your calves, your back muscles, your shoulders, everything. So uh, it requires a little bit of balance, but it, like I said, it's a very effective workout. Once again, that is a push-up to side plank. Eat local, exercise daily if you can. All wow. right, with that. Uh, 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 push-up bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's lacy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, there's no anime with me. So, Brian, what is your stream of the week? Uh, so, Joanna started watching this show, and I just happened to watch with her. And slowly, I found myself just getting more and more interested <clears throat> in the story. This is a documentary that you can find on Amazon Prime uh, about... Uh, it's called the show is called Lou La Rich, which is a documentary miniseries about uh, Lula Row clothing. You guys aware of Lula Row clothing? No idea what the heck that is. Okay, so pretty much it's because you guys aren't moms yet, but Lula Row clothing <laughs> is a is clothing that's like marketed to moms uh -huh. specifically. With like leggings and uh, skirts, but pretty much it's it it's like this rags to riches story of this lady who started selling you know these clothing items. And but I know you guys have heard of Pampered Chef, yeah, Tupperware, mm -hmm. all that, all those kind of things, or even like those other uh, products where Mary Kay women go in. Yeah, where women go into a woman's home and they show all these products and then they people buy them and they order Triangle them. Triangle pyramid. Exactly. And that's the whole that's the whole you mean story. A pyramid it, scheme? Triangle pyramid. Triangle pyramid. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's pretty much the whole story is how this woman started on the ground floor building up this empire of a pyramid scheme and then getting more and more people to do it and how the bubble at one point, you know, it's just, it's a fascinating story to see how all these women started getting into, I'm going to sell LuLaRoe clothing and how they would even put themselves in debt to get in on the ground floor, Goodness. get the product and then to sell it. So it's really a fascinating story. Um, especially if you're in that demographic of being 
if you're probably over like the age of you know 28 to 40 and you have kids this is something that you may have heard of you know um sooner rather than later so really interesting story give it a watch i mean it's it's a really interesting story uh that you can find on amazon prime all right and with that we have entered the chunk the chunk the chunk zone so this week we're going to be going over chunks. how is that blowing chunks that sounds just that's more chunky uh we're going over non uh horror movies so no um no movies no movie horror whatever we're doing books comics television campfire tales whatever you got it so um no movies because we did movies what was that not last week the week before so uh we're just gonna have what is it three three each Something yeah, like just, that. You know, just go for it. You know, Ooh, go, I, I don't know. It's a laid back show. There's no schedule. Who freaking cares? <laughs> just like when your favorite sitcom character does their, you know, famous Halloween episode. Like when Urkel did Halloween or when Balky did Halloween or Mr. Potato Head did Halloween what? or when Doug did Halloween or when judge judy did halloween her episode. <laughs> we get it they uh, all those, did halloween how'd you know my favorite was the judge judy halloween special <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> gosh i watch it every freaking year and i'm still caught off guard um <laughs> so we're just gonna ha- have a few to share so brian why don't you give us your first one how about somebody else go first <laughs> okay yep Katie, why don't you give us your first one? All right, I'll go first. Okay, goodness. All right, so my first pick is an episode of Avatar, of course. Ooh, um, yes. Yes, you know what? You know the one I'm talking about, uh, the, the Puppet, Puppet Master. Master. Yeah. Yes, season three, episode eight. That premiered in 2007. Goodness and gracious. And it actually was absolutely terrifying. So if you're not familiar, first of all, what are you doing? Turn us off and go watch Avatar. Yeah. When you're done with that, come back and listen to the rest. Um, but the Puppet Master is about um, the the main characters. They are in the Fire Nation, and uh, they're just sort of trying to blend in with, with everybody. But um, they come across this old woman as they were camping in the woods and she's really creepy, but she takes them back into their cabin to keep them safe for the night and they oblige and they hang out with her the next day and they explore her house and they find these uh, puppets and the puppets really have nothing to do with the episode, but it gives her a nickname. Um, And so meanwhile, in the town, there are people talking about how people have gone missing in the mountains on the full moon. And so it comes out to Katara that this old lady is a waterbender. She's from the Southern Water Tribe. And uh, Katara is like, oh, I'd be honored if you would teach me about our culture. And so she does. Her name is Hama. The old lady's name is Hama. And she instructs katara about you know creative things that she can do with water bending using her brain a little bit more 
and be creative. And um, so she says that she's going to teach Katara the ultimate form of water bending at night when and they need and they need a full moon. And meanwhile, the B story is that um, Aang. Uh, Toph and Sokka are looking for these uh, missing people, mm-hmm. and it turns out that they are hi- hidden underneath the same mountain that Hama takes them to. And uh, so Hama was the one that has been taking these people, and she's been able to accomplish that by blood bending. Ba ba ba! Yes bending the water in a person's body and controlling their movements, uh, thus rendering them a puppet, pretty much, able to do her own bidding. And so... Um, pretty horrifying, honestly, if you think about it. Yes, and so uh, the the it goes through this whole backstory of how she was a prisoner to the Fire Nation, and she learned how to control rats... Uh, and then she eventually mastered it and, and worked on the, the prison guards. And it's just a scary thing. And the, the sound effects, when people are being blood bent, it sounds really, like, twisty and squishy at the same time. Uh, almost like a grape being squished. And just... Yes, and so eventually, though, uh, Katara, she bloodbends as well. She bloodbends Hama, getting her to calm down after a big battle. And um, she's arrested, um, but Katara is left devastated because it is a horrific thing that she's just done, a horrific thing that she's just witnessed. And so it is just a scary episode. That is the Puppet Master, Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 8. You know, looking back at some, like, just hearing Avatar, I'm like, can we do another Avatar episode already? I just, I just need to talk about Avatar and be excited about Avatar again. I need to rewatch it, you know? I need to rewatch it twice this year. I, I've actually been rewatching season three and four of Korra, and I think last week or two weeks ago, I actually bought some Aang and Zuko action figures. Oh my. <laughs> I did! <laughs> I did! That's part of the reason I was telling Ileana earlier that I need a new uh, bookshelf um, because I need to put my nerd thing on. <laughs> um, Brian, did you get an episode or should I go? No, I can go. This isn't okay. a, a this isn't a TV show or anything or a movie, but uh, it's a book that I really recommend. Um, probably just any a lot of his books are just so good, really good reads. Um, some are better than others. A lot of them are super thick, and I would pass on those. But if you want just like a good quality scary book to read that will have you just on the edge of your seat to the very end and have your hair crawling, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Oh my gosh. Never saw the movie. There's an 80s version of the movie. There's uh, one that came out a few years ago. Not interested really. The books is where it's at. Uh, Stephen King himself said if you had to ask him what's the scariest book, it would probably be Pet Cemetery. Really? Just... Yeah, just huh. really creepy. But I remember reading it um, before I got married um, in college just for fun. And it was just terrifying. Just just because it takes something that's so precious, like children and or pets even. Well, like innocent, totally... more like something very yeah, innocent. Something that, 
something that's very innocent and just turns it on its head and just makes you feel like you the one of the gifts of Stephen King is making you feel like you're a character in the story while you mm -hmm. read it. So you're you're involved and it's uh, just absolutely terrifying. Really quick, a few other books that I've read of his that are really good. Uh, the Shining is great. I mean, you you could do the movie, but the the book is just as good. Uh, Cujo is also another book that I read of his, and that's also not as scary, but it's pretty thrilling. And it's uh, Stephen King, man, you don't mess around. I'll put it that way. So. All right, nice. Well, like Katie, mine is also going to be a Nickelodeon Halloween special, and it is going to be my all-time favorite Halloween special. The SpongeBob <laughs> Halloween special. I yes. love that episode. SpongeBob is tired of being scared on Halloween by other people, and he decides, I'm going to dress up, and he's going to be the Flying Dutchman after hearing the story Mr. Krabs told him at the Krusty Krab about the Flying Dutchman coming to scare uh, everybody on Halloween and steal our souls. So, SpongeBob and Patrick decide to uh, fix SpongeBob up, and he basically just puts a ghost sheet on him, you know, and he goes around trying to scare everybody, woo! I'm the Flying Dutchman, more like the Ooh, Haunted Mattress. <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a really fun, lighthearted episode. But that episode comes to a close when the Flying Dutchman actually comes and everybody's terrified. And Flying Dutchman sees SpongeBob and asks him what he's supposed to be. He's like, oh, you know, I'm the Flying Dutchman. And he's laughing at him like, oh, you, you think you can be me? You're not scary. And before that, um, Patrick had taken a razor and shaved off some of SpongeBob's sponge. <laughs> after he takes off, after the Flying Dutchman takes off SpongeBob's cloth, it reveals what you know is underneath the sponge. <laughs> and he gets scared and flies away, you know, heads for the hills, and then it zooms into. Spongebob's naked brain <laughs> just you know noodle head with a brain on top and it scares the whole town so you know jokes on them he was uh, being scared by everybody in the beginning of the episode and then he won and that is just one of it's like you know a nostalgic episode that you watch as a child that you kind of have to watch every year just to fill, fill the, uh, the need so that one is the Spongebob Halloween episode is mine Perfect. All right, back to Katie. Okay, so uh, this is kind of a twofer, but one of them is going to be short. So last year, I made the grave mistake of starting a playthrough of The Last of Us during COVID. Ooh. Like at the beginning <laughs> of COVID, because I thought that that would be an interesting thing. And by golly, it was. <laughs> And I freaked myself out really bad very quickly. <laughs> so, um, The Last of Us, um, especially nowadays, that that is a terrifying game. That is so scary. But it is, um, a, a so, light... So thriller. It really is. Um, but a light-hearted game I'm going to... I'll talk about is Luigi's Mansion 3. Aw, yeah. Yeah. So, very light-hearted game. Very silly. 
um, you can't help but feel bad for poor Luigi as he's just like walking, wow. bit, like, run, yeah, almost running through the halls, um, just looking for Mario, Mario. And money, um, man, Luigi gets yeah, rich in that hotel. <laughs> does the game itself is very fun the controls are not my favorite i don't Awful. like how the controls yes There's it's the like right they they it. yes it's like they calibrated it backwards and it's really annoying uh -huh. but overall um you do have some scary bosses you do have some um jump scares here and there um but it's mostly just you know silly scare if that makes sense um just a lot of fun. Uh, it's a it, there's a good villain, like the main villain. Uh, I I like the implement of ghosts everywhere. Um, it, mostly booze. I like the booze that they put in. Uh, um, there's a lot of content to the game, a lot to explore, a lot of spooky things. Um, as you uh, traverse the hotel with your poltergust, uh, what is that? Two thousand or five thousand, whatever number it is. <laughs> And um, I don't know. It's just a good time. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. There's a lot of content. Um, easy to go back to, and find those secrets. Um, very fun game. Lots of money. Get rich. Suck that vacuum up. All like all of the um, movable objects in that game is so satisfying. Like literally everything moves, and has some physics on it on that game. Yes, love it. All right, Brian, what you got? Okay, this one is so old. I don't even know if Katie will get this one. Oh, this wow. is old school. I mean, I remember watching this when I was in kindergarten, and this was already really old for me in kindergarten. I mean, it was ancient. Um, so everybody remembers how the, the Grinch stole Christmas, but there's a prequel to that, and that is Halloween is Grinch Night. So in 1977, ABC uh, had a special where the Grinch is up in um, his uh, mountain. And during Halloween, he actually brings his cart down to terrorize the Whovilles and uh, the Who's in Whoville. Oh. Um, no, and I don't so this, that. you don't. Oh, my gosh. It's actually if you could find it, it's really hard to find now. Um, mm -hmm. I think you could probably get a bad riff on it on youtube maybe <laughs> um the only other uh thing that i remember the grinch being in was like the grinch meets cat the hat something like that yeah the grinch grinches the cat in the hat this is kind of like that but anyways this little boy in whoville um d dares to go up walk up the mountain to confront the grinch as he's about to just like terrorize all the whovillians and uh the grinch like dares him like if you think you're brave enough enter into my you know my house of terrors and so the little kid whose name is yukaria goes for it um and it's it's really freaky old school animation like if you were on drugs you would be totally like buzzed out bro tripping yeah tripping uh golf balls because it's you know but I remember it because it was it had a lot of cool music. It's a lot of fun. I, the Grinch is one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, so if you if you want something that's way off the beaten path, uh, it's uh, go with uh, Halloween is Grinch night. Try to, to try to find it. It's it's worth it. I mean it. 
All right. Uh, mine is a... My next pick is a video game. And this one is not uh, fam child family friendly. This one is a uh, adult horror video game that I never played through personally, but I watched a gameplay of like three different YouTubers play it because I was too afraid to play it myself. <laughs> and that is Until Dawn. This is a video game that follows a group of teenagers or like young adults going into the woods, you know, your stereotypical story. There's a cabin, they're having the weekend to themselves, and you know, teenagers being themselves, you know, they're picking on one girl and they send her off on her own and she ends up dying. And there's a monster in the woods, but, you know, not everybody knows. So they're all doing their own thing. They're like, oh, it's just a prank. Oh my gosh, this girl died. <gasps> oh man, we got to go, you know, get the gang back together or whatever. We got to save everybody or, oh, we're going to play a prank. And Remy Malik is actually one of the characters. It is stop motioned, or not stop motioned. It's um motion captured. So um, you have the faces of the characters, and you have the voice actors, um, and their uh, motion being captured on these characters. So you've got different actors being here, and you're seeing them. Remy Malik's character is terrifying in this. Just oh. His whole story. Um, but it also is uh, choice-based. So you get to be choosing the path that you want to go. Is this person going to die? Or are you going to try and save this person? But you have no idea what the outcome is going to be. So you think you're trying to save this person, but oh, their head's cut off and you had no idea. <laughs> Dang it. Did, oh, I just killed that person. I was rooting for that yes. one. So it's a whole choice-based game with, like, uh, quick-time events where you're, like, you know, running through the woods. And, oh, are you going to hit that branch? If you if you miss it, oh, you're dead. Or, you know, you lost an arm or something crazy like that. But there's a monster in the woods, and it's called the Wendigo. And I just started working at an elementary school, the same one that Katie is working at. And some of the kids did a little presentation today mm -hmm. on, is the Wendigo real? And I'm like, these are... <laughs> These are fourth graders, and they know what a Wendigo <laughs> is. That is so funny to me. They're like, oh, yeah, the the deer-headed monster that lives in the woods that eats people and steals their soul. <laughs> so uh, that was super exciting to hear just fourth graders go, the Wendigo, is it real, like Bigfoot? You know? <laughs> so uh, there's a video game that has the Wendigo in it, American folk Folklore. Uh, really terrifying really exciting lots of jump scares i love that video game so until I've been dawn to, i've been wanting to play that for a long time it's awesome yeah there I, I have a backlog like a mile long all right so my final pick it's a i guess you could call it like a compilation it is the simpsons treehouse of horror oh that's a good one yes, yes um a classic too yeah, and to me, the Treehouse of Horror, it's a chance for the uh, creators of The Simpsons to just do whatever they want. For them to be as crazy as they want. Anything goes. The Raven that, one is so good and it, iconic. It is, it is good. Why are you little? like just just saying it, it's great and i can see bart as the little as the raven just uh -huh. bouncing up and down that's great um and then you have uh kang and kodos which i don't know why they're just so they're iconic for a treehouse of horror um so 
you know, the Simpsons have, you know, gone a little downhill in quality lately, um, you know, the past few years. But um, I think that it's something that you can still look forward to every October and say, okay, time for something really wacky and, and just absurd, just for the sake of being absurd. So that is my pick, uh, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. And I, I love that in the first Treehouse of Horror, Marge Simpson gets on a stage with a curtain. She's like, all right, yeah. parents, this is, uh, this is not for children. You need to be a good parent and put your children away. I know you're not going to listen, but we're warning you. <laughs> and then like the next season, which was actually season three, uh, Homer's like, um, I think it was Homer. It was either Homer or Marge. They're like, but you didn't listen. You didn't listen last year. We warned you. We got some. We got some phone calls, but we warned you that this is not, you know, whatever. And it was just done so funnily. And it's so there's a lot of truth to that. Um, where you know parents will just let their kids watch whatever and ignore the ratings of whatever. Oh, I remember on. watching one Simpsons episode that like scared me to, you know three years of my life i'm like <laughs> that episode that episode still ta- still haunts me to this day <laughs> it was when uh the bathtub they got like an automated automated bathtub or something or like a home system and it was like talking oh yeah 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 bathtub. yeah yeah i was like yes <gasps> oh that was so yes. scary it it started to fall in love with marge and yeah. it kicked homer out it got, um, and it was like, trying creepy. to murder it like started yeah. getting violent towards him yeah, that's a classic episode. That's oh, great. that one scared me. I, I was like, why was I allowed to watch that? <laughs> um, whose voice was that? That was um, Brian. Who played? Oh my gosh, my the name just escaped me. Who played Double uh, O Seven? Uh, the world is not enough. Pierce Brosnan. It was Pierce Brosnan's voice. Um, who was playing the, the automated uh, yeah. house? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so scary. Mm-hmm. But that's that's good. The um, Simpsons Halloween specials. That's good. All right, Brian, did you get your last one? Yeah. So I mine's kind of a split. Um, just some really good cartoons. Two really quick. First off, the show. When you think about it, when you, if you saw it, there is a lot more silly episodes than there were scary episodes. But the scary episodes were really scary. Like, seriously, like, especially if you're a little kid, real Ghostbusters, honestly, it did have some really spooky episodes with like monsters and ghouls and ghosts. Um, the original show, it was, it, it did have some episodes that were like, oh my gosh, this is intense. Like they're not messing around. There's like exorcisms and oh my gosh. underground, underground railroad scare things. And yeah, it's, it's no joke, but this show, I mean, this show was written, drawn, animated on black paper. So it's dark to begin with. And it already had so many episodes that it was a show that teetered on the edge of what is between a kid's show and a serious animated uh, production. And that's Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yes. So, and honestly, there were a lot of really intense episodes, but if you want a really good spooky episode on Leather Wings, where Batman is getting uh, accused of all these crimes that are going on in Gotham, but he finds out that Man-Bat 
is actually uh, responsible. And then you you are introduced to the Man Bat character and to Doctor Kirk Langstrom, um, who transforms to this bat, and the transformation is intense and very scary. So that that would be for me on Leather Wings Batman the Animated Series and real Ghostbusters. For a second, I thought you were gonna go with gargoyles when you were talking about how dark it is. Ah, uh, gargoyles is for punk kids. Yeah. That was a good show. No way. Gargoyles? At the end of the day, gargoyles sucks, dude. No, I think it's a little overhyped yes. now, but it was still a good show. No. Yes. Let us know in yes. the comments if you like no. gargoyles. Who, I don't even that'll, know what gargoyles. That'll prove is. what kind of person you are. If you're a gargoyles fan, that explains everything there is to know about you. That you I are a decent person and you'll live a long and happy life. It was a show, right? <laughs> you, yeah, you it was wish. a show. It was yeah, on never, Disney Channel. Never heard of it. So. Yeah, no even re- no reason to go back there. That ship <laughs> sailed. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. And last but not least, mine is not really a Halloween. I mean, I watch it around Halloween. It's more a fall uh TV show, but it does have a scary aspect to it or more like um undertones if anything. It is Over the Garden Wall, a nine-part episode uh series that aired in Cartoon Network around like 2014 I think it was and wow it took the internet by storm when it came out there are no like like really fall themed you know things to watch except that are just related strictly to Halloween you don't have anything to just like throw on that's like all right September fall or November, let's throw it on, it's fall, and Over the Garden Wall is that show. You can watch it any time in the season of fall. It is very, you know, leafy, leaves are falling, and there's pumpkins and all the, you know, fall things that you've got going on. But there is a story that is, you know, around Halloween at the same time, and it's these two little boys who are lost in the woods, and they're trying to find their way back home. And you also... They have no idea what's going on, and you as a viewer have no idea what's going on as well until the very end of the season um, or the series. And I don't want to spoil it too much in case anybody out there wants to go watch it because it really is worth a watch. And I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil, you know, what anything is because it is super like, (gasps) oh, oh. So I don't want to give anything more than that. Um, But it gives that whole aesthetic of fall and like going into halloween aesthetic going on um but also has like the spooky part of you know there's this creature that's in the woods called the beast and you don't know what he looks like and he's just this shadowy figure that is like mentioned here and there oh avoid the beast don't go into the woods you're a young child and you're like oh man what who's the beast what is he like what's going on and are the kids ever gonna find their way back home what are these strange like lands and people that they're running into like they're running into frog people on river boats and they're running into you know other quirky things pumpkins that talk and you're just what is what is this weird wacky world that they're in so um definitely go give over the garden wall some love it has elijah wood playing the main character and he does a great job voicing work so and some other amazing voice actors as well. I can't name many of them off the top of my head right now, but 
awesome. Awesome music and awesome voice actors. So, And it's family-friendly. It was on Cartoon Network. Go watch it. I think in terms of family-friendliness, Cartoon Network is probably the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, that's, it's not exactly not a... the most family-friendly TV show. You got to encourage the cowardly dog where it's like, oh, okay, that is... Muriel! Not fi- that's a whole horror show in itself. Golly, really quick, yeah. can I can I bring up one that I feel that we yeah, have man. to give its due because it. I feel that I don't know about Ileana, but definitely for Katie and I, this series. I'm always excluded. Was because you're so young. Anyways, uh, this series <laughs> of books and TV shows I think had a big effect on our lives, and that's the Goosebump books. I Dude, feel, I was going to talk I about Goosebumps. I feel so remiss that if we don't bring up a few of the Goosebump books, Say Cheese and Die, scary as heck. The very yeah. first book, the Haunted House book, oh my gosh, so scary. The Invisible Wall, or the where they became invisible, kids became invisible. Camp Fear, or something like that, scary as heck. And then there was a TV show. There was an actually, if you watch the TV show, there was some legit Are You Afraid of the Dark-esque episodes that were really scary mm-hmm. one that comes to mind that i think about the most is where this girl goes to a halloween shop she puts oh on she puts on the mask, mask dude i was gonna talk about that she can't get it off Bro. it is terrifying dude like, i was going it's to... like one of the most perfect halloween stories of all time it's so good it is. I was going to talk about that, and I decided, oh, nobody's going to want to hear about that. No, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely. It's, like, seared in my head because she's like, oh, I'm going to go scare all my friends and family. So she's running around. <laughs> I got the scary mask. I'm terrifying yeah. everybody. Then when she tries to take it off because it's, like, it's got, like, a demonic spirit or something. something oh, my like gosh. That. Not, like, demonic How spirit. How is that for like children? A spirit. But she's trying to take it off, and it's, like, fused to her head. Ew, yeah. it's so scary. So, so she goes back to where she bought it, and, like, there are other masks that are similar to that, that belong to people. These are actually, like, people's faces. Ew. That, that the, the collector collected. He acquired somehow. Call and the they face start, dealer from Avatar. They, they start floating around the room. Oh man! And then I forgot yeah. that you, Gio Mom was also let you making. Watch that? No, yeah. this is when Mom wasn't at home. <laughs> I was about to say. And we, uh, I bet we would come Mom home from school. Said, what is this demonic we witchcraft you're watching? And, no, this is because this is how we grew up. We we would sneak watching TV when we weren't supposed to, and then Shut we up, had like man. one person. <laughs> We'd had one person looking out the window, oh and then my gosh. like, oh, here comes the car! Everybody pretend, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you hurry up and like try, like, so what were you guys doing? You, you feel that anxiety still right nothing. now? You're like, mom's coming. Why, why are you so yeah. sweaty? Oh, nothing's hanging out, you know. But I, and, I remember too in that episode, Katie, the girl was making like a like a dummy or something, so she took like her head. And she put it on a post, so it looked like like she literally yeah, decapitated yeah. herself. Oh my yes, god! Yes, you're right. You're absolutely. And she would, she man. was running around. She was running around the street, like putting this thing in front of people's faces, like ah, like lunging out at them as she's <laughs> running like a freak lunging. in the street. Well, the the best part about that was really her mom made her a Halloween costume. I think it was a duck. 
And so she was supposed to be this duck for Halloween, but she destroyed the duck costume. And she's like, heck no, I am uh, 13. I know it all. I am not going to be a duck. I'm going to be this horrifying face freak. And just, you know, uh, she scared the bullies at, oh, she was being teased at school too. They put like worms in her sandwich. The bullies put worms in her sandwich. And so she was on her way to terrorize these people. This was a two-parter. It's all coming back to me now. Oh my god. This was a two-parter yeah. because it was so epic. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, and so uh she was seeking revenge on them, but after she had, you know, satisfied her lust for revenge, she couldn't get the mask off. I can I don't even remember how she got it off. Oh, uh man. Jeez. I don't know. I think somehow they they destroyed the other masks and releases. I don't know. Heck if I know. But yeah, that was a terrifying one. I'm glad that you remember that cuz I wanted I, I really thought about, you know, should I talk about that? No, you know, no, gonna... you guys had Goosebumps growing up, reading Goosebumps. You know what I had? The wait, Bailey wait. School Kids. The Bailey School Kids. Have you ever heard of that I've before? never even heard of that. I used to no. read that they in elementary sound, school. They sound more white than the boxcar children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had books like Skeletons Don't Play Tubas, Dracula Doesn't Drink Lemonade, Ghosts don't eat potato chips. Or uh, my favorite one of all of them was uh, Ghouls Don't Scoop Ice Cream. <laughs> Dude, that's why your generation sucks and me and Katie's <laughs> is so bad, eh? I'm serious. That's what man. I grew up reading was the because Bailey School you're kid. so sheltered, you know? I, oh I, I watched Cyber Chase on PBS Kids. <laughs> Meanwhile, we actually had... We we watched Wishbone where we actually saw the three musketeers, you know, kill people and stuff like oh that. Oh my um, gosh! What was it? The count? I don't know if there was an episode of the Count of Monte Cristo. It yeah, sounds you guys, like this generation be an episode, was a little bit more uh, out there with regards of like you know what is appropriate for children and what's not. Marge Simpson tried to warn you guys. Okay, <laughs> this is not appropriate. You didn't listen. <laughs> Well, those are our <laughs> Halloween picks, uh, non-movie Halloween picks. I hope you guys enjoyed them. I hope you guys had similar picks as well, and that um, maybe you'll go check out the ones that we recommended to you. So next week, we're going to be – wait, what are we doing? Oh, ranking the worst 15 Nickelodeon animated TV shows. No, it's not just – it's not animated. It's everything. Oh, just everything? Okay. Nickelodeon TV shows to air TV shows to air on Nickelodeon live action or animated what are the 15 top most terrible ones that have aired we're going to be doing that next week on episode of bump that um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode hope you guys enjoyed it leave a like if you did leave a comment if you have anything to comment I don't know what do you have what is your favorite Halloween special that you like to watch or read or I don't know, view. Um, if you guys liked it, leave a like. If you didn't, leave a dislike. Uh, we will see you guys in next week's episode. We've got Brian in this corner. Don't have a cow, man. We've got Katie <laughs> in this corner. Eat my shorts. And I'm your host, Ileana, and we thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.